Every Thursday, we'll be releasing a pair of interviews with some amazing nonprofits talking about their awesome impact in the communities they are in. We'll talk about some challenges they've faced and chat about their best tips and tricks that might just help your organization do good better. Hey, enjoy these mini episodes of inspiration that make a major difference in the lives of those served by these incredible nonprofits. Hey, did you just have a meeting with a donor and they told you something really, really important and you have no place to put it except for like maybe an Excel spreadsheet or, a, I don't know, a random piece of paper in your office? Go to DonorDoc.com. Get a CRM system that works. Get a donor database system that works. Get something that gives you beautiful reports and beautiful dashboards that even your crankiest board member will love. Go to DonorDoc.com. Use the code word do good better at checkout and get a month free. DonorDoc.com. Choosing a partner to help you achieve success in your business or personal finances is a big decision. You need a devoted advisor who's experienced and attentive and invested in helping you accomplish your goals. Hey, you know what that sounds like? Brady Martz. Brady Martz knows that you've got a lot of options to choose from, but we're confident that Brady Martz is the right accounting firm for you. they got more than a half a century of experience making everyday count through tax, accounting, audit, and business advisory services. So... Contact Brady Marts to learn more about their unique solutions that they can provide you and your nonprofit. Your organization is awesome, but sometimes you want to be even awesomer. It's time to get your fundraising on with your host, fundraising expert and author, Patrick Kirby. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Kirby. And of course, we talk with people who are going to help our small and medium-sized nonprofits do good better. And sometimes, ah, most of the time, it's those who are leading small and medium-sized nonprofits that give the best piece of advice. And today is kind of really cool because in the realm of fundraising and in the realm of nonprofit work, it's like 97% women. So I'm a lone uh, sort of one of those guys that uh, get to talk about all the time. But why don't you go to the source where there is a lot of overly stressed individuals who have to deal with family and husbands and everything else. So it's a very appropriate topic to chat with our super new best friend, Amanda Davidson. She is the executive director and founder of A Wife Like Me. Amanda, welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast. Hey, great to be here. This is so fun. It's going to be a blast. So as people are streaming in and they're looking through iTunes and Spotify and YouTube, but they're uh, very curious on this topic, they don't know a lot about you. So the platform is yours, a 5,000 foot view of who you are, what you do and why we're talking today. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. So a wife like me started all because I had a question in 2012. I was frustrated in my marriage and I really asked the question, I wonder if there's another wife like me who feels this way. So about a year after that, everything had kind of changed and for the better. And I found myself asking the same question, but in a different, you know, from a different view. And I asked, I wonder if there's a wife like me who doesn't know what I, what I know now. And I wonder if she might be helped, you know, if, if she knew what I knew, if she had learned now what I've learned, um, I wonder what her marriage might be like. And so that's kind of where a wife like me came from and how it started. And so um, we are actually a team of contributors. So I'm obviously the, the um, head of a wife like me, but we have a team from across the country. So counselors, writers, speakers who are pouring into 
wives specifically to really strengthen their marriages. And so we do that through our podcast, our blog content. We have a membership site, um, our books and resources, and so much more. We're on social media all the time, reaching wives there. But um, that's that's just a little bit about what we do. But our goal is really to strengthen marriages and really help them uh, understand that the marriage they have can be really awesome uh, if both are willing to work. And um, so we just reach the hearts of wives and we, we just love on her and help her where she's at. Love it. And that's, I think, really one of the, the interesting parts about working in the nonprofit realm is that it is so female heavy and dominant and the expectations and the roles of somebody who's running a nonprofit and, and expected to do fundraising and expected all these unreasonable expectations. And then you come home and then you've got a whole other world uh, to deal with. It's overwhelming. I get it. It's overwhelming for dads too. Dads get you. That's fine. I got you. But there's a, it's a different sphere, I think, for, um, for, for, for women and wives. Can you talk a little bit about maybe that balance that you discuss or chat about, I'm sure as part of your topics is you got to work um, and then it's at home and equally you're stressed and, and how one sort of deals with that. <laughs> well, how much time do we have, Patrick? Did yep, you say? I, I hear you. We're here all day, this right? Is a, this is a, this is a great uh, intro to like, I'd love to learn more on how I get a hold of you. <laughs> yeah. This is a good tee up. Yeah, it's really such an, I mean, you name it, no matter what you do, if you work, if you don't, if you're working inside the home as a stay at home mom, if you're homeschooling, it's just as difficult to balance whatever you're doing during the daytime hours I'm doing air quotes. Um, and then, you know, you're in the evening doing all the things still doesn't matter. Still so hard, whatever that looks like for all of you, for everybody. Um, so one of the things that we really try to teach wives is that Balance is really difficult to find, almost probably impossible, but there's a rhythm that for each of us is so different and that we really thrive in best. So finding out what are those rhythms that I need for my body to love me well um, so that I can actually love the people around me. We often forsake ourselves for the benefit of others. We're even specifically in the Christian realm where we sort of have that ingrained in us, like serve yourself to, or serve others to death. Um, and it's almost like, whoa, 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 that, that's actually not biblical. And so we, we have to sort of train and get rid of what is not working, what's not helpful and healthy, and to really grow into this new understanding of how can I get healthy? How can I be healthy? What does that look like? So again, that, that's, I mean, we could, we could be here all week, but um, it's just beginning to figure out, oh, maybe, maybe the lifestyle, my lifestyle I'm living is not working and not healthy for me and my family. So how do, how does that need to change? Um, and that can look like a lot of things, having important conversations with our husbands, um, really getting rid of all the things we're doing outside of the home that we don't need to be doing that aren't benefiting us or our family, but we think we're supposed to do like, I don't know, volunteering and all the things and showing up with casserole and you name it. Um, but we're just doing it because we think we should, but it's actually harming us. So anyway, there's a whole lot of stuff we could talk about, but I like, I like the, uh, and the same thing in the fundraising realm where there is no right path for everybody. There's a framework that you get guided from and that everything is individualized and different. I think that's super important to understand. It's like everybody's path to happiness and sort of mental wellness is completely different. So you don't need to like take that one piece of information and that's going to be, you know, that's going to be gospel. Everything else is kind of different and individualized. And I think during the uh, times, regardless of whatever size nonprofit that you work at, um, we always capture 
or should, uh, the one thing that kind of keeps us rolling, the impact moment, the one thing that you're like, if I remember this story, no matter how tough it is to either run an organization or be a part of it, this is the type of thing that keeps me going. Is there a story of success that you lean on a lot that uh, pushes you through and like, oh, this is why I started this. this is why I do it. Yeah, there absolutely is. She's a pediatrician in Fargo, actually. And she, um, when she found or came upon a wife like me just through social media, that's where most, you know, wives kind of find us. She was like, I'm out. I'm done. This is so hard. This is not what I thought it would be. Like, I feel like a single mom. I'm so unhappy and all the things. Right. And so she came upon us and it was about a year later where she reached out and said, if it weren't for a wife like me, we would, my family would be apart. Like I would be divorced. My kids would be going back and forth. And that's not necessarily our goal just to only prevent divorce. It's to strengthen existing marriages um, because the actually the effects of children in the coming from divorced families and coming from families that are married but unhealthy is actually the same studies show. So that's our goal is not to just prevent divorce. We want to strengthen marriages who are married right now. Um, but her story is so cool because um, her and her husband, they came um, one of our events we had, like a kickoff fundraiser event that we had here in Fergus Falls, Minnesota. And they drove their three kids and they're like all under five. And it was at night. And she's like, I didn't care. Like, we just wanted to get here. And her husband hugged me. And that's that's the coolest thing when their husbands are thankful and grateful for what you know, what has happened in their, in their lives. Like, that's just amazing. But I, I always think of them. And there can't be uh, all victories. It's a little challenge here and there. There's nothing uh, easy about running an organization. What's a challenge that you've overcome? Um, and how did you do that um, as you have created and grown uh, a wife like me? Well, one of the challenges we had specifically when the pandemic hit was that all of these wives who we had built relationship with up until that point we're actually looking to us. We did not anticipate that um, for all of the hard things that really happened through the pandemic. So specifically within the homes that got really hard. And so we, I think, thought that these wives had, I don't know, maybe a church that they attended and that they would reach out to their pastor or, you know, something to that effect where they had community, um, but they they weren't. They reached out to us and we were their safe people. We were the people that they went to for help. And so, or, or not even within marriage, but like, I'm struggling with anxiety. I'm struggling with depression. I, you know, my husband's not getting out of bed or, you know, like, what do we do with this? And so we found ourselves like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like there's all of the, this huge volume of, um, you know, like messages and, and, and people reaching out to us and we're not that large. We're a pretty new nonprofit. And so we don't have a ton of like, we don't have like a crisis hotline. We don't have, you know, we don't have people on the phones, like ready to help. It's, it's not like that. So, so that was a huge challenge. Um, and one of the ways we knew that we needed to respond to that was to develop a, a deeper level of community. So we, I sort of refer to our blog posts and our podcast as like snack content, um, so people can come there, they can get a little snack and that's helpful, but what are we doing to really feed them long-term? What are we doing to really bring them to a deeper place of like real growth? And so we developed that, I guess, like all of that saying, we ended up developing our membership site where wives can go in and, and really get, go deep with our faith in their marriage. They're getting counseling, they're getting Christian yoga, they're, they're getting dinner plans, they're getting lot teaching and, and all the things. So that's where we, and we read scripture in there together daily. So that's, that came from that risk, that 
un, you know, we didn't, we couldn't have known that that was going to happen, but it came then from that. And that's been really helpful for us to, to have a place for wives where they can get in contact with us at any time, where they can, you know, have that deep community. And so that was one of the things that, um, how we kind of overcame that. And as a young nonprofit, I think one of the challenges is to sort of keep the momentum going and you're doing 10,000 things at the same time and you got to focus on any fundraising pieces. So um, if there a piece of advice that you would give a startup organization or a group that's not necessarily 125 years old, um, uh, something that you've learned that you can pass on to a group that's listening today? Mm, that's such a good question. There's a lot of things, I guess I would say, surround yourself with people that know a whole lot more than you do. That's been <laughs> so helpful for me. And I'm still like learning a ton. Um, so that's like constant, like keep surround, keep staying with them, like keep reaching out and asking all the questions. And, um, but another would just be to, I guess, like kind of going back to what you said at the beginning is just to keep focusing on your people. Like one of the questions that we've asked from day one is, you know, what do they need? What does, what does our community need? What do they want? What are they like, what is their heartbeat? What are they telling us? Have we asked them <laughs> what they need and what they want like that? I think we can assume that falsely as, you know, um, directors of nonprofits, like, oh, well, they probably need that or that. Well, uh, have you even asked, you know, I, I, I find that every single time we actually ask our community something, they tell us something that we would not have done or thought. And so that's hugely important too. And just stay focused on that. And even if what they tell you isn't what you expected or it is, are we the ones to provide that for them? Is that in our lane? Like, or, or is someone else really doing that really well already? And that's not where we're supposed to go because we can respond really quickly to urgent or, you know, kind of like a knee jerk reaction to that too. And that's yet maybe not what we're even supposed to do either. So I guess I would just stay focused on what your community actually, what will serve them best? What will, what do they need? Do you know what they need and focus on that? Focus on what you do kind of who you serve. You're never going to be, you know, in a, in a bad position. If you continue that, it's a wonderful piece of advice. And if somebody's listening and they'd say, this is exactly what I need, A, to participate in, or B, I've got a boatload of money that I want to give to this organization because I think that what they do is amazing. How on earth do they get a hold of you and how do they do that? Awesome. Well, you can at any time just contact me directly at info at a wife like me.com. Or you can just go to a wife like me.com and see all of our resources there. There's a giving tab there. So you can give there. Um, you can check out all of our resources. The a wife like me collective was what I was just referring to. That's our membership site. We have tons of free resources. When you sign up for our email, you get all of our free resources and then weekly encouragement and new content. Um, just so much over at a wife like me.com. I love it. As soon as you are uh, done listening to this podcast, get down to the show notes where we're going to put all those links. And so make sure that you uh, click on that. And while you're clicking around, why don't you go ahead, get on your iTunes and get on your Spotify, give this a five-star rating, like us, share this uh, podcast with all of your super friends. Cause we talk to awesome people like Amanda and like a wife, like me, that's what you are coming here for awesome content like that. So I uh, appreciate you, Amanda, what you do. Um, it is a niche uh, that I think a lot of our nonprofit leaders who are trying to balance a billion and a half things would really appreciate and resonate with. Um, and I think that's super important. And thanks for what you do in the community. And thanks so much for being a guest here on the official Do Good Better podcast. Thank you. It's so much fun to be here.
Look, as someone who listens to the show, you know that I love helping small and medium-sized nonprofits. That's why we bring on the awesome experts and guests that get to talk to you about how to make your organization more awesome. So I've got a deal for you. I would like to help you. I would like to work with you. So if you're go-to dogooduniversity.com. That's dogooduniversity.com. And you register for one of the courses. I'm going to send you my best-selling book, Fundraise Awesome, or a practical guide to staying sane while doing good for free. Because I really want you to do amazing work. Listen, dogooduniversity.com. Go pick out something, whether it's a board training or a gratitude training or whatever webinar you want to choose. Um, use the promo code podcast, take 25% off of anything that you purchase. And I'm going to throw in a book as well, because I want you to do awesome. I want you to do awesomer and I want you to do good better. Go to do good today. 